You're listening to the Subconsciously Steel Maggie podcast, formerly known as Mind Made Wrong, presented by Steel Maggie. This is episode 62. Well, hello, beautiful creators. This is Steel Maggie. This is Subconsciously Steel Maggie podcast. So good to have you here with me on episode 62. It was just the Super Bowl. If you care about that, I hope that your team won. It's not anything that I really care about besides the halftime show, which was absolutely stellar. So today in this episode, we're going to come from a neuroscience perspective, particularly from the Joe Dispenza School of Thought. He was the one who wrote Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. He wrote Becoming Supernatural, and those are both about the power of the subconscious mind. And Joe Dispenza is one of the leading authors and thought leaders on neuroscience uh, when it comes to how the subconscious mind actually is basically what creates reality, how it creates what you experience based on the thoughts from your conscious mind that you're feeding the subconscious mind. What I'm about to say is very informed by his material. Now, this is going to sound really lofty and cheesy, probably, but as humans, we've been on this endless search for meaning. The if this, then that. The whys, the wheres, the how, whens, and what the fucks of life. And that's okay. It's how our brains are wired. They're wired for survival, and these questions help get us to the survival solutions. But during this, this search for the true meanings of everything, we're actually creating the meaning right as we look for it. I'm going to give you some examples today to show you that if we get to create meaning exactly how we choose, we don't have to look for it at all. You're creating the meaning anyway. You're devising reasons and theories and explanations for all things in your conscious experience, which are all at their cores. All of your experiences, they're all stories. And this is all, even if you're not aware of it, it's just literally how the human brain works from a quantum physics perspective. So what happens in this search, which is really a subconscious creation of evidence, it's the writing of a story. What happens is the meaning that you do create tends to come from what you have already experienced in your 3D reality, from what you've already experienced consciously. That's where the evidence is, quote unquote, to your logical mind that experience, that conscious 3D experience is the evidence. And that evidence is what is used to create the next experience. But a lot of times, especially when we're trying to change a habit or a situation that feels negative to us, the only evidence that comes back from the search creation is the stuff that is also negative. This, it's, and that's the stuff that you want to stop creating in order to change the outcome. So it becomes a vicious cycle. And I've talked about vicious cycles so much on the vintage Mind Made Wrong. A more recent episode, as far as recent episodes go before my hiatus, was called, was it called The Art of Self-Sabotage? I'm not sure, but it's Why You Self-Sabotage. And I talked all about the vicious cycle that I was going through at the time. 
and it's very relatable, but in this episode, I'm going to give you a lot more of a solution-focused answer. I'm going to give you more of an answer to um, how to prevent this, how to turn it around and turn it into a virtuous cycle. If you're not aware of the process, if you're not aware of the vicious cycle, you're going to continue to see that same stuff that you don't want still play out in your 3D life, kind of like a horror movie. If you've seen the first Saw movie, you've basically seen them all, right? It's kind of like that. You know what's going to happen, but you're shouting at the screen, hoping somehow it's going to be different this time. At least I do. But it won't be. Because it's the same script that you've been reading from over and over and over in the past. The movie cannot be different. You're reading from the same script. But the great news, and this is the actionable piece, is that you get to rewrite the script. You get to choose what you accept as evidence once you're aware of this whole thing. I'm going to say it again. If you read from the old script, you're going to get the old movie. If you want a new movie, you're going to have to write new characters, you're going to have to write new lines. You have a blank canvas every single second. It's renewing itself every single second. So the new version of you doesn't have to be a struggling, broke, out-of-work actor, artist, whatever you do. If you don't accept the 3D evidence, if you don't accept what's in front of your physical eyes, which is from the old story... Anyway, the old script, which you, you don't want to use that one anymore. <laughs> so if you don't want to use it anymore, then you get to choose what you're going to pull from. And maybe there's not much in your experience that fits this new character you want. For example, if you're not used to being successful, you don't have very many examples of being successful. If you're not used to making a certain amount of money and you desire to make a certain amount of money, you don't have very many examples in your logical mind, in your 3D evidence that it likes to pull from, you get to make it up. <laughs> That's the great thing about this. Because it doesn't matter that there's nothing in your experience that fits the new character that you are auditioning for, right? It doesn't matter that your old character is quite ingrained and that all of your past experiences fit that character. It doesn't matter. You get to make it all up. Write a whole new character. You get to write a whole new character. It's the one you want it to be this time. It doesn't matter if you don't have evidence in the past that you can or can't X, Y, Z, right? <laughs> Fill in the blank. And that's exactly what you're doing. You are filling in the blank. You get to create the evidence. You're making all of this up anyway, whether you realize it or not. So why don't you create a story that you like? Why don't you write a story that you like? Write a song that you like. If you don't like writing about breakups and all that stuff, stop writing about breakups. Stop writing that experience into your life. You're creating all of it, the good and the bad. It's not to say that if that is important to you, then you can't write about it or you can't quote unquote play the character. If it's something that benefits you, if it's a narrative that benefits you, 
oh, well, you just live in your little echo chamber in your little bubble of, you know, whatever you believe you believe is to be true, then that's what's true. And you get you, you, you get to make all this stuff up, you know, and you're living in fantasy land. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> if I don't have to be like you, if I don't have to live in a world that is limited, why would I conform to that, right? If I don't have to be sad, if I don't have to be down in the dumps, and if I don't have to be doom scrolling, and if I don't have to believe whatever I don't want to believe, just because someone tells me that it's true, why do I have to do that? Why, I have, why do I have to be like that just because everyone else is like that? I get to write my own life, and so do you. It doesn't matter if it's quote-unquote delusional, right? It's only delusional. I said this in the first, first episode back of subconsciously steal Maggie. It, you're only delusional if you believe you are. And if someone else says that about you, that's only a reflection of your doubt about yourself. It's all from within. You're creating that experience, whatever it is, good or bad. You're, 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 you've aligned a little bit with that doubt and that's okay, right? And they're just reflecting that back to you. If someone says that to you, it's just like, it's just your little natural human doubt of, oh my God, am I delusional? And, you know, if you don't want that to exist, delusional does not have to exist for you. I'm going to reiterate that the version of you, I'm going to use the word that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's just from from your perspective, right? We've said it all like, oh my God, I suck. <laughs> right? So I'm going to use that word. The version of you that sucks is your, is your creation. And the version of you that's dope, right? <laughs> for lack of a better word, is your creation as well. And they are just as easy to create as one another. Every version of you is on the same menu. Nothing is set in stone. Quantum field, and that's your subconscious mind, which we all have, you have access to 24-7. It's all the same menu. You create the bad shit there, you also create the good shit there. It's just the biggest lie of our human consciousness on this planet that our lives happen to us. No one is writing your script for you. You're not predestined to shit. There's no one keeping you from what's meant to be. There's no one keeping you from what's not meant to be. You are meant to be and you are not meant to be. It's you. No one is writing your script for you. It's the most harmful lie we've sold ourselves wholesale. It's what keeps us in this state of unworthiness because who are we without something that we perceive to be greater than us or the story of what is greater? We've created that story. We've created stories of higher powers. We've created and accepted whatever we believe in as true in our minds. And and we fall into this trap all the time. It's literally giving all of your power away to a story, to a script. And like I said, that's okay, because the script is familiar. You know what to expect. You know, even, even deeper than that, you know what you feel you should expect. You know what you feel you should expect. There, there are many emphases in there. What you deserve to expect and receive. Better the devil you know, even if you call him God. So there is a perceived benefit in staying a certain character 
saying this person, even if it's someone that you can't stand. My question is, what might you lose if that benefit isn't true? What might you lose if you decide that that benefit isn't true for you anymore? Maybe you don't have to lose a single thing. This is how meta it really is. Your mind is where it all starts, and you are the only writer in the room. Your mind is writing anyway, so write some good stuff. You deserve it. An example from my life is that I've got this belief, I have a story that I'm going to say, put in quotes, I am not a producer. I don't produce. I suck at producing. It's too hard for me. I can't seem to get it. (laughs) So as I speak, so it is. But again, those things that I said about, you know, not being a producer about myself, that's all a story. That's a string of words that I threw some made up meaning onto. So I can change the words and change the meaning. I can persist in a new script and I can persist in making a new plot for the movie if I want to be in the movie where I'm a great producer. The script that I'm writing about not being a producer, I keep playing over and over and over in my head and that's going to create feelings of inadequacy and incapability. Remember that your feelings create your state. So those feelings of inadequacy and incapability, they're going to create a state of lack, (laughs) inadequacy, incapability, unworthiness, a a state of yuck. So my state, my character that I wrote is then pictured on a movie screen. It will not show anything. The 3D can't show anything except what I filmed myself saying and doing in the quantum field of my subconscious mind. And that's all through the selection of the thoughts I chose to entertain dominantly. Primarily, I can't do this. I am not a producer. So how I wrote the script for my character for the duration of this movie is what I'm going to see played out. Another example is if you're going to the theater to see Hamilton, you are not going to be shown Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Different musicals. (laughs) Completely different musicals, different scripts, and the same is true for our lives. So back to my not a producer example. If I live in the state of incapability and inadequacy as a producer... I am not going to sit there and try to figure out how to actually produce. I'm not going to sit there and play with the equipment I have available, with the skills that I do have, let alone become good at it. Because I have already written and I'm acting from the script, from the state of, I am not a producer. So why would I do anything that resembles producing in this movie? If I want to go see a different movie, the movie where I'm a good producer, then I write a story where I am said good producer, and I read those lines. I have to memorize them. I have to memorize the thoughts instead of repeating the old thoughts (laughs) that I had previously mentioned about not being a producer. I have to rehearse it. I have to foster that new script dominantly. This creates the character. This helps me, you know, it's a method acting. It helps me embody the character, that new version of me that rolls into the studio every day, 
ready to produce really great shit. Because I'm operating from the state of capability, of confidence in my talent, that this is important, that it is normal for me to be a good producer. It's just who I am. And it's not normal for me to not produce, because to not produce, that's not here in my new lines. I don't go off book because I trust in what I've written. It doesn't matter that I don't have physical 3D evidence yet for being a good producer. The movie is not in theaters yet. The entire point is to create the new evidence. We create the evidence anyway, every single time. Stop reading from the old script and you start creating better shit. So what are you going to do? If you're not satisfied with the version of you, if you're not satisfied with your character that you're playing right now, if you just separate yourself, your no, you, your core, right? Your soul, your spirit. If you just separate that from your results, you will find that it's a lot easier to deal with, look at, and then rewrite a script because you're separate from it and you're not really identifying with what it is that you do, right? Because what it is that you do comes from a state, which comes from the feelings, which comes from the thoughts. So you've got to go back into the thoughts that have created it first. Let's find out what that is for you if and only if you're not satisfied with your role, with the script that you're reading day after day after day, you're not satisfied, you know that your thoughts aren't on the right track. You just look around and it's like, it could be so much better. I feel like I'm meant for more than what I'm seeing in front of me. What do I keep living day after day after day? If you feel like this is Groundhog Day, if you feel like you keep living the same day after day, which I used to, then I would really challenge you to rewrite a script. It doesn't have to be, you know, your entire life story, right? But pick an area of your life, like your career or something that you feel is going to make the biggest impact for you. Separate your core humanness, your beingness, right, from whatever that is. Say, okay, this is what I this is what I have done. This is the script that I wrote. Right? You wouldn't say, oh, I'm the entireness of who I am and what I am is the sum of that essay that I wrote in high school. You would not say that. That's ridiculous. So why would you equate yourself to what you do, right? Why would you equate yourself to the script that you keep playing out day after day after day? Because it's just so normal. It's so normal. You're very used to it. It's, a, it's an extremely imaginable thing. So you have to separate yourself from it. Look at it take some time and say, okay, what can I change about this script? What, who do I want this character to be? What does this character think? How do I come from the position, from the thoughts, from the state of this character? You really got to do some method acting here. And if you're not an actor at all, just think of it as you're just selecting new thoughts. You're selecting thoughts from a drop-down menu. You have so many to choose from. You have an infinite number of thoughts. You have an infinite number of realities to choose from at any given point. So just choose something that makes you feel a little bit better. And then you're going to get that practice. You're going to rehearse those thoughts. You're going to rehearse that state. You're going to practice it. And then it's you're going to look around. It's like, oh, you know what? I actually am a good producer now. 
then that's going to be me. So today, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to pick up some, just a couple of techniques to at least just change how you're feeling this week. Up level and uplift and elevate yourself just for this moment. You find it's going to carry you through. So that's all I have for this week. I will see you next time. But until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye-bye.